On today's podcast, we unpack the brand new issue, the brand new edition of Splash Magazine. It should be across your desk. I'm also joined by co-host Luke Daly as we take a look at the magazine and we talk to Sparza COO Spiros Tsarkas. Ready, set, splash. Summer is well and truly here, and Pentair is helping you plan your staycation, your backyard, this summer. The days of vacationing might seem like a distant thing of the past. We'll get back to our busy, bustling vacationing lives soon. But in the meantime, a staycation done right can help you to relax and rejuvenate right at home. And bonus, no driving, no packing, and definitely no extra laundry. Power your pool with only the best. Choose Pentair. Visit pentairpool.com.au today. Well, thank you for joining us again on another episode of the podcast, Ready, Set, Splash. I'm joined again by Luke Daly. Still me, guys. You can't get rid of me that easy. I am here and ready to roll again. Again, thank you for having me, though. And my name is David Stennett. Well, why don't we start, Luke, uh, towards the back of issue 134 of Splash is our new products section. What have we got going on in the industry for new products? Yeah, certainly. Look, a, a few things going on there, but let's highlight... Uh, a couple today, if that's cool with you, David. But let's talk about Naked's NKD-R, which is now ready for delivery. Yeah, look, I've actually seen this out there. I was uh, at a distributor's late last week and have seen this on the shelf. Looks terrific. Features a new look with a top cover, redesigned user-friendly membrane and door, and an updated software to make installation and startup even simpler than before. Now, we touched on it uh, in the last magazine, if you recall, a brand new app released by Naked. So uh, it is recommended uh, by Naked uh, and they encourage customers to download their app, which provides extra pool maintenance information and can put them instantly in touch with the manufacturer. Well, speaking of things that are new and look pretty good as well, there's a new product out from Vogue Wall. The new Vogue Wall is a product from Modular Walls range, uh, which is helping to perfect a poolside area area now these fences look great you know a break from some of the the standard pool fencing but on the perimeter these dress it up and jazz it up a little bit more do you like turkey luke uh well yeah i like most things but i'm more of a beef man okay uh, not sure why it's a it's a ready set splash podcast david well stay with me because turkey has a brand new installation it's actually won an innovation award and as soon as i'm able to travel i want to go on this glassy loop ride it's the glassy looping rocket uh, it looks phenomenal it does. It's got that innovation and design award there. I, sorry, mate, you had me a bit confused. I thought we were talking about one of my favorite topics apart from the pool and spire industry, which is, of course, food. Well, stay with us, Luke, if you can, before having a feed. Uh, I've got another question for you. Would you believe, Luke, 22 billion devices connected to the internet at the end of 2018 is the statistic? Given that I've read uh, Splash Magazine episode 134, I absolutely would believe that. And if I had read it, which I have, it is forecast that by the year 2030, that number will actually be closer to 50 billion devices. Yeah, it's incredible. So there's relevance for our industry. And we're going to take a little bit of a look at that over the next couple of minutes together, Luke. But why don't we start with a definition of what is known as the Internet of Things or IoT. It's here in the magazine, but can you just expand on that a little bit for us? Let's start with a definition definition of what that Internet of Things actually means. So IoT or the Internet of Things uh, is a system connecting any device with an on and off switch to the internet uh, or to each other. So it includes everything from smartphones, fridges, uh, pool equipment, wearable gadgets. David, I have a lovely Apple Watch. Uh, but basically the autonomous devices collect data which is accumulated across the network, aggregated and then fed into business applications. So we're talking about business analytics now. 
Now, as an industry, we've been across this for some time and we're still developing when we talk automation. So we're talking really the streamlining of systems and processes right through to the, making it so simple for predictive uh, programming for our consumers, whether it be managing pH, chlorine, temperature, lighting or, or anything else uh, for that matter around the backyard and managing the, the pool and spa. Yeah, the article by Vita Dante, uh, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, this, is, this is my jam, as you know. I love technology and how it can make uh, life easier. Jeez, we're getting lazier and lazier. Well, maybe that's just me. I'm not sure. No, I'm uh, right there with you, Luke. <laughs> but in this article, it talks about improving the user experience. Uh, and we've got comments there from a number of people. But let's have a look at the, the one from Robert Sterling initially. Ah, from Pente. Yes, Pente, Robert. Thank you for providing this. It's not that long ago. I mean... They're still in existence. Remember, we got the analog clocks that you see, still timeless, still work, still very productive. A clock uh, that's timeless. You might need to work on that thought, Luke, but I, I understand the intention. Thanks, mate. Yeah, look, Robert here says, nowadays, everything can be integrated much more easily with smaller and less expensive devices. So there it is, integrated uh, pumps, filters, chlorination, control, lights, the whole shebang bang And Tony Sharp from Haywood, the managing director there, also sees the potential of endless limitations really uh, about being able to control the function of the pool, the spa and the outdoor space. Yeah. So I think what we're seeing there, David, is that real focus on one, improving the user experience. So it's not just about adding in things because you can, it's really got to be practical. Uh, It can't be needless. It has to offer some benefit to the customer, but it's also about um, increasing the intuitive technologies that save time and money. So there we have it. Integration, intuitive technologies that save time and money. But there's also a bit more to it. I mean, we need to look at the the third section in this article, David, which is blue sky thinking. Yeah, look, there's some great thoughts there from Jonathan Bristow. He's the product manager at Fluidra in their automation category. And look, he's really noted that the speed of research and development into understanding what pool owners want has really over the last few years been going at breakneck speed. Perpetual motion machine that is technology are now well and truly incubated within our industry there. So, I mean, there's a number of benefits which we've already highlighted. The convenience, the save time and money piece. Even for us as as businesses, the live data and the smart sensors uh, that can be connected to them. And Waterco, of course, doing some work around that. Uh, Brian Goh, the group marketing director of Waterco, said that most automation came in the form of the chlorinator equipped with an analog timer, which operated the pump and the salt cell and looking backwards, but also acknowledges that today looking forward, that Waterco is evolving from a manufacturing company to a technology-savvy enterprise uh, looking to use IoT to improve its product innovations. And I think on that, Luke, it's a celebration of this article, but really splash as well about the innovation and the growth towards adapting to the technological needs of pools and consumers uh, going forward. And that's why I love the quote here from uh, from go from Waterco uh, is, is is a quote that says, as more and more smart application connected products are released in the home, there is a growing, there's a growing expectation that the same level of technology is available for their pool equipment. Our friends, the very talented and hardworking team at AIS Water have been innovating for decades. Did you know that independent tests and research by Griffith University recently showed that when using liquid or granular chlorine, that pool water was unbalanced for up to 80% of the time? Yet, when tested with AIS Water's disinfection technology, the water was in balance 100% of the time. The same technology has also been shown to save up to 1.6 million litres of water in a 50-metre pool. 
It's time to farewell history and embrace the new normal of Australian-made water disinfection with AIS Water. Look, continuing our conversation about the Internet of Things, this isn't just from a manufacturer point of view. This is from a a handover position or or a maintaining pools as well for our retail and our service techs who are dealing coalface with maintaining the one and a half million pools around the country. Certainly there from a retail and a service perspective, I mean, the, the Internet of Things or these connected devices where we've got this data coming through, you know, as consumers uh, prefer to sit back and let technology do all the heavy lifting, uh, so we can help from the service perspective or the post-pool ownership perspective where these sensors are sending things through and alert, alerting uh, our service technicians that something's amiss, something needs to happen. So, uh, so we might have really grasped this and, and a reference there uh, from Tatiana Radzum uh, where the franchise partners to there network get access to poolware as part of their agreement uh, and then a further quote from one of their franchisees uh, named Martin uh, so whether it's troubleshooting issues with customers on the phone or recommending products on the showroom floor uh, the system can collect display and analyze valuable intelligence which vastly helps improve workflow so there you go and one of the biggest changes we're seeing around technology is the release of 5g there's some information here from TCL marketing director and also Seiko managing director Vince Neil, who talks here about the age of IoT or the Internet of Things and 5G, remote communications with devices becoming very diverse uh, as our home appliances and all of the things that we want to manage as well. Yes, certainly. And, and, you know, the quote here is connectivity is the future. It's what our consumer base wants. uh, And so we shall deliver. And AIS Water CEO, Elena Goss, has made the connection here as well between this smart technology, the, the Internet of Things you know, being able to be used for better water disinfection and finding ways to save energy and save water as well. So this has been a long article to work through. It's been, well, I've enjoyed it. This is a really well-written article by Vita Dante, uh, and it highlights the innovation that our industry brings. And with that in mind, I'd like to thank the Spars Industry sponsors featured in this article, which is AIS Water, Fluidra, Hayward, Pentair, and Waterco, with some contributions from Seco and TCL as well. Well, now taking a different tact, Luke, let's turn our attention towards, well, the biggest pool and spa industry trade event in the Southern Hemisphere, the third largest in the world, and it is going ahead this year on the Gold Coast. Make sure it's marked in your diaries industry, the 25th and 26th of August on the Gold Coast. Splash is go to make sure you are there there is so much happening and that's just a splash i mean the gold coast is known for its frivolities and events but now let's just have a look at splash itself i mean we've got the expo obviously well let's talk about before the expo there's a change rather than the day after the day before the expo for all of those who love swinging a golf club at a little white ball around some uh, green fields into a little hole they call it golf what have we got on well, it is the Andrew Simons Memorial Golf Day happening the day before Splash. So make sure you mark that out. That is the Tuesday. So the plan uh, for all of you out there is come along. If you've got a stand, go build your stand in the morning and then come out for a round of golf in the afternoon before the real event kicks off for the next two days. So no longer do you have to come along after the Spaza Awards where you might be a little bit rusty on the golf course. A little bit wobbly. Yep, so come along. Get it there early. Now, it's being uh, played at the Royal Pines Resort as well. Absolutely beautiful course. One of the better golf courses going around from my understanding. I'm not a golfer myself, but I will be there. You're not a golfer. I've seen you play. 
you've played with me, and it's not pretty either way. So, it's not no, pretty. I will be there on the drinks cart. Uh, you bet your bottom dollar. Come along, make sure you register for that. that that's, that's not all, Dave, happening before it. There is a commercial pool technician program happening on the Monday and the Tuesday prior to Splash as well. Yeah, how do we get involved in that one, Luke, for those wanting to uh, get that little credit? Yeah, uh, so, the, so the best place to start is just head to splashexpo.com.au. All the events are listed on there. Uh, we've got the CPT program. We've got the Andrew Simons Memorial Golf Day that we've already talked about. Uh, and then we've, maybe we haven't even made it to the, to the main course yet. We're talking about the Splash Expo, but who's going to be opening the Splash Expo, David? Opening the Splash Expo and speaking uh, to all of our Splash attendees and delegates will be the one and only Australian swimming legend is Brooke Hansen. Yes, Brooke Hansen will be coming along, the Olympic gold medalist. Uh, and even before she opens the event, Dave, there is a women in industry uh, networking breakfast where Brooke will be speaking as well. Fabulous. We will also be interviewing Brooke on this podcast wow. within the next couple of months as well. So watch this space. That's right. We are so excited for Brooke to come along and speak to our women in the industry, uh, to speak to us as an industry after she opens the expo itself. Now, let's talk about the floor plan itself. Expo this year is around 50% bigger than it's ever been before. We were already the largest in the Southern Hemisphere. Well, we just continue to grow. Thank you, industry, for your support. Now, we will have more going on the floor than you've ever seen. There's a whole innovation area because, of course, at Splash, we celebrate innovation that creates growth uh, in our industry and better outcomes for our industry and our consumer. And we've got seminars and education, two huge stages where we're going to be delivering some really cutting-edge industry topic uh, sessions, Luke. Yeah, and if I go a little bit further even to uh, pick up on some of our more famous uh, historical little quips that you might see out there in sales land from back in the day, uh, but wait, there's more, David, as they like to say. Do I get steak knives, Luke? Uh, we'll see. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. You might because that was one of the things I was going to talk about. The National Awards of Excellence happening on the last night of Splash. Uh, there may or may not be steak knives. I don't know what the menu will be, uh, but you can bet your bottom dollar it's going to be good. The entertainment, I won't tell you the entertainment yet, David. Uh, it's, it's not us, though. Suffice to say, it will not be you and I uh, presenting No, it'll be uh, professionals. No, yeah, it'll be professionals, professionals this night. So, no, the Spaza Awards, uh, and we also need to touch on, uh, for all you tech heads out there, in conjunction with Splash, we're running a SeaWorld back of house tour, looking at all the systems that it takes to run the theme park that is SeaWorld. It sounds awesome. I'm keen. And from a different perspective, though, we've also got the Australian Swim Schools Conference happening in conjunction with Splash, along with the Alpha Q Conference. So there is so much to do in and around Splash Expo. We haven't even touched on some of the supplier or external manufacturer conferences happening, Dave. Yeah, and there's heaps of those. So make sure you, uh, you reach out to your suppliers. No doubt they'll be on the floor there. And make sure you come along and, uh, and support them and get your head around and up-to-date all of the things that have uh, really developed over the last three years since we've last got together. Now, make sure you get on splashexpo.com.au and register to be there. Of course, it's free to attend and we're inviting you along. And just a reminder, Brooke Hansen will be a keynote speaker at this event as well. I am itching to get there, Dave. Uh, it is stuffing with my head, as you know, to be on a not on an even year, but I am so eager, as are most of the people I talk to day in, day out, hanging to get together with the rest of the industry. Yeah, we will see you there at Splash in August. 
Haywood's 1.85 horsepower TriStar VS Pump is built to last even under the most demanding conditions. Super quiet in operation with easy to customise speeds, countdown timers and priming time. It even shows real-time power consumption in watts for immediate feedback to maximise those energy savings. It's designed for simple installation. TriStar variable speed pumps can also operate in standalone mode or connect to the Haywood OmniLogic automation system for seamless control. Visit haywoodpool.com.au for details. That's haywood-pool.com.au today. We're joined today by Spiros Desarkis. Well, who is Spiros? I hear you ask. Well, currently Spiros is the COO, the Chief Operating Officer of Sparza Australia. And it is my great pleasure to introduce Spiros to all of you. How are you, Spiros? David, thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Now, I've had uh, the pleasure of getting to know you over quite some years now, but for those in the industry and listening to this podcast who may not know who Spiros Desarkis is, tell us a little bit about who you are, your background, how you came to be here. David, I started um, coming out of school, went straight to TAFE and did an accounting certificate back when when going to TAFE was the the only pathway for those of us that didn't go to university. And on completion of that, I, rec- I recognised very quick that accounting was not for me. I was fidgety. I was all over the place and I was searching for diversity in terms of what I could do and how many things I could do at once. I lounged around the beach for a little while and ultimately fell into five-star hotels. Uh, I started at the bottom, housekeeper, worked in minibar, restaurants, and within 12 months, I was uh, a night manager of a five-star hotel in Sydney. And with 18 months, I was a general manager of a five-star hotel in Sydney. So that was my first working, my first real working job coming out of school two and a half odd years later, started with accounting, ended up with hotel rooms. It's quite a wide range of change and experience. And I suppose uh, there's a lot of us listening who could probably relate to that spirit. We started out our life in one direction and uh, have ended up somewhere else entirely. But here we all are in this industry. Spiros, you're now the COO, the Chief Operating Officer for Sparza Australia. You've been working on behalf of the industry for over a decade now. Tell us a little bit about your role within industry. My role as Chief Operating Officer is obviously to support our Chief Executive Officer, Lindsay McGrath, and our entire team. Not only do I work as a support role to everyone that reaches out to me, but I'm also there to protect industry against bad policy, things that we need to be aware of, things that have an inherent risk to our businesses. And when I talk about businesses, I'm talking from our consultants, our retailers, our service technicians, our suppliers, our builders, the entire life cycle of the industry. And I've got to say to you, I take it very seriously. Anyone who's ever met me um, knows that I'm very passionate about uh, ensuring that our rights are, are fully heard by those in government and to ensure that bad things don't happen to good, honest businesses. Look, Spiros, you do a, a hell of a lot of work on behalf of industry. My understanding at the moment, Spiros, you sit on, well, essentially dozens of Australian standards, regulatory um, processes really around protecting and ensuring that our industry is in a position to grow. Are you able to tell us about any of, of that work? Sure. Uh, everyone would be impacted by the pull barrier standard. We also have the chemical standard, the construction standards, the ceramic tile standards, things that we take for granted and may not think about. We also are involved in other standards in terms of safety. We also 
are involved with heat pump standards, solar standards. So in essence, anywhere where there is a minimum benchmark to be gained, we are there to ensure that industry is not only protected, but we have a say. In other words, we can influence outcomes that benefit industry, protect Australians and keep businesses churning. What do you see, Spiros, as the current priorities in our industry, either in the short or medium term? Essentially, if everyone in the industry just knew these one or two things or just we all did this, we would be in a far better position. I'll name three. The first one is training and education. We need to ensure that we have a constant flow of new entrants coming into the marketplace. We have to ensure that young people see our industry as a career pathway, as an attractive pathway. Without them seeing it as an attractive pathway and without our industry training people, our industry will not prosper and businesses won't be able to have proper succession planning. So that's number one. Number two and three together, and I I would say to you that it is our biggest threats alongside education and training, and that is water and energy. People will know that um, in order for our industry to thrive, we need both water and energy. And both of them are, uh, water is a natural resource, as we know, a very precious, and energy is going to become a significant factor in how we operate as businesses. With the advent of electric cars, coming into the Australian market and, of course, worldwide, we're going to see a greater demand of energy. So as an industry, it is critical that we are looked upon as a sustainable industry and we map out our pathway where we not only are able to promote ourselves as sustainable, but we provide people with real live world solutions to energy, carbon footprints and water evaporation uh, solutions. If we can get in front of the government by doing this, We have an opportunity to steer and influence policy outcomes. It's a very exciting time, and I would ask everyone out in the marketplace to think about how they manage, promote, and utilise resources in their businesses because uh, this is happening. Whether you consider it now or not, it's how you approach that deadline of water and energy being a risk will determine how we and industry plays out. What's the third priority you see for our industry? Really, number three is engagement with your industry body to ensure you, your business, and our industry is protected. Spiros, could we give out your contact email address here too, please? Please do. Spiros at sparsa, S-P-A-S-A dot com dot A-U. Spiros would love to hear from you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Spiros Desakis, the COO of Sparza Australia. And we thank you very much, Spiros, for your time, your energy and your professionalism in helping protect and grow our industry. Thank you, David. Widra is proud to bring you Magnapool, the world's best and only true mineral pool system, providing the very best in water comfort and clarity. Magnapool is also beneficial to the environment thanks to its unique no-salt formula. Partnered with the all-new Hydroxinator IQ, showcasing innovative features giving you control over scheduling, pump speed, boost and low mode, heaters, lights, pH and chlorine. All this via Wi-Fi connectivity from your smartphone. Smart sensors and ultra-long life cell ensures Magnapool owners save time, save energy and save money. Find out more by going to magnapool.com today. 
that is another podcast coming to an end. As always, my thanks to Luke Daly, my uh, able co-host, to Spiros Dasaka, COO of Sparza, for uh, giving us some of his time and expertise today. Uh, so much going on in our industry. Stay tuned as we unpack more of Splash over the next couple of weeks. Now, we still want your feedback. Uh, reach out on david at splashmagazine.com.au and let us know things that you want to hear in the podcast. Uh, looking forward to hearing from you next time on Ready, Set, Splash. Splash.